The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. I'm Bonnie Bonadeo, and welcome to Beauty Inside and Out show today. Very excited about uh, the launch of Talking About Beauty. So I have a very special guest with me here today. Her name is Kristen Eichel, and she knows and understands beauty inside and out. She was a previous model. She's been in the commercial entertainment industry uh, for many years, has uh, supported uh, editorials in uh, French Vogue, Bizarre, Cosmopolitan, and helped some really relevant beauty companies to be able to launch some significant products. So Kristen, thanks for joining me here today in the launch. Thank you, Bonnie. I'm so delighted to be here and in this wonderful forum here with you on your new show in Voice America. So it is delightful to have a voice speaking about beauty from these lovely perspectives. So, I mean, as, as your first guest, I'm honored to be here. But also, I'd like to really ask you, can you just sort of share with me, what is, what is the purpose and the integrity around beauty inside and out? But it's be you, beauty, inside and out. What does this mean for you? Well, it was really, you know, talking about beauty, I think that society sees beauty as something that's really superficial and it's all external. But we know to be true that when we feel good on the inside, beauty is reflected on the outside. I also think that, you know, in our current day, we have some self-esteem and confidence issues. And so people think that keep doing things to the outside that'll make them feel better, look better. But the truth is, is we have to heal and be lovable and love ourselves from the inside. So the, the, the name Beauty Inside and Out is really representative. Be you in beauty inside and out. I think that's really beautiful. And it is really relevant, especially as people are changing their concepts of what does beauty mean for me. And I think that there had been this, this superficial concept, you know, certainly growing up people in the 50s or the 60s or the 70s, it was all that sort of idea of like, you know, be beautiful, catch a man. <laughs> that was yeah. that was sort of the point of why you wanted to be beautiful. And and now I think our concept has really changed to less about what our beauty will afford us and more about how we will feel within ourselves. And then, as you were saying, exude that around us, how we can share that from that inside place. I think it's a really beautiful perspective. But I think it's an important topic, conversation, and dialogue we have to keep having because things are a little skewed and we've got, you know, all of these young people kind of growing up and thinking that it's acceptable to do certain things to the outside of themselves to fit in. And if they, you know, if they found something on the inside that was their own unique beauty, then it wouldn't be about trying to change themselves on the outside. Because the truth is, even if you change yourself on the outside, you still may not feel good about yourself on the inside. 
Well, and I think that's especially relevant for the young people because as any of us remember growing up and being a teenager or an easily influenced young adult, we are looking to find our identity. That is, that is what that time of life is about, moving from the parent's structure into school or new job or independent structure and where do we fit in within that? And so there's, a, there's that drive oftentimes that we see of young people, especially young women, seeking to become part of the mainstream or to accede into the, to the fashion or the concept of what is beautiful or, or powerful that will then give them access to a point that they don't feel that they have within themselves. And especially now when there is greater access to artificial things um, and, and procedures that afford the gloss or the veneer, but as you're saying, it truly does not affect the internal being, and I think it can actually be very damaging for a young psyche if not handled appropriately. Yeah, and you know, and, and just as important as that is, you know, I'm not opposed to any of these services, treatments, you know, evasive, non-evasive, anything that's relevant around the topic of beauty. I'm not opposed to any of that. So we just want to make sure that we're informing and educating people that they're going to make the right choice for them. Because exactly. if it really does make them feel better about themselves, then do it. So, But I think what we, we don't have enough education to say, hey, go have this service done and you know, realize what that service entails or what may be an outcome of it. I think that's a really beautiful point, and I think it does come down to the individual's choice and understanding about what it is that they need in that moment. So, for example, um, two women that I know of who've had breast augmentations. One had the breast augmentation at a very young age, and she put them in because she felt that that would make her more desirable and more beautiful. Now, when she looks at them, she sees them as a symbol of self-mutilation. She didn't see it as a symbol of self-acceptance. She saw it as a symbol of how does she have X happen to her. Another woman that I know had breast reconstruction surgery due to illness. And for her, it was a sense of regaining herself and empowering herself. The exact same procedure, no difference in the act of itself, but how it lives within the individual is truly the only thing that matters. And so I think that that distinction and that clarity is is the deciding factor in, in what makes sense for an individual. Yeah. So on this show, we're going to talk about those things from the inside. So, you know, what has us not feel beautiful about ourselves? What has us not have that level of confidence in the world from the inside? And then we'll talk about the things as well. Everything from, you know, putting on false eyelashes to, you know, uh, massage or having your hair done or change bangs or no bangs. You know, we have lots to talk about in the realm of beauty. Uh, but it has to it has to have some balance to it. I, I don't want to be perceived as this being something superficial. The balance is if we make the right choices to feel good about ourselves from the inside, then the natural beauty is going to reflect. Well, I think that's absolutely true. And, and given that your background in beauty is so extensive, you would, you would have this lovely voice to speak into that. But, but to share with the audience for a little bit, because you have such a wonderful breadth and knowledge about this industry. Well, I've been in the industry for over 30 years, and you know, I started out as a cosmetologist, so I did hair and skin and nails and all of that stuff starting out, and I would have never thought, honestly, I, I, this was not an industry that I had envisioned going into from a little girl. I was never playing with Barbie's hair and dressing up Barbies. I was very much a tomboy. I was very athletic. I was in a lot of sports and a very active uh, child and um, a competing gymnast and runner and and you know all of that stuff. So, but I got to high school and I really reached this point where I didn't feel like I fit in. 
I didn't fit in. And I didn't know how to fit in because I got good grades. I was athletic. Um, I was a cheerleader. I was, I was all of those things, but nothing felt like it was the right fit. And, you know, high school is a tough time for people because you really mm. feel like if you're, if you're not fitting in, you're being mm-hmm. bullied or you just, you're, you're, you're not popular or whatever. And so I remember going to my counselor and asking him, you know, hey, uh, you know, I, I got to get out of high school. What, what are my choices here? And I was, I was a sophomore at the time. And she sat down and she goes, okay, well, there's two things that you could do outside of high school to, that will provide you what you need. And it was uh, agriculture and cosmetology. Now, I knew what agriculture was because I grew up in North Phoenix, very north end of town before Phoenix was grown as much as it is. And so I grew up around orchards, dairy farms, and, uh, you know, and a lot of horses and, and that type of environment. And I'm like, nope not for me. I'm like, what's cosmetology? And she says, you'd be doing people's hair. And I just remembered laughing and thinking, no, (laughs) I could never do that. But it was a choice. And so by my junior year, I entered into the cosmetology program. So every day after school, I was going and gaining hours to uh, get into the beauty industry. And I, I discovered I loved it. I discovered I had this creative side to me that was being expressed in this world of beauty. Not necessarily artistic, just creative. And I did really well and I excelled. And as I went out into the uh, the beauty industry, I discovered that I liked the business side of beauty a little bit more than the doing hair side of beauty and have spent most of my career then on the business side. And a lot of that is relevant to the internal side of us. It's great if you do a good haircut. It's great if you make your client feel good. But we do more than that in this industry a lot of times. So... And, you know, any hairdresser you talk to, they're going to say, you know, I might be a hairdresser, but I'm a psychologist as well. <laughs> well, it's absolutely true. And it's, and it's no joke that when we are at those points in the change of our life, that the change of our hair is a real thing. And coming from the yoga perspective and, and sort of the spiritual perspective and the shamanism world that I've been trained in myself, our hair holds our memory. Oh. Our hair holds our power. I believe that. And there are many cultures and, and spiritual doctrines where you do not cut your hair um, because it is holding that, that memory and that weight of being, which is why when a woman oftentimes goes through a breakup or through a change of her life, she desires to cut her hair, to cut off the weight of that memory. And it can be very freeing or very liberating to see yourself in that new way. And, of course, it grows back, so you have the option to continue to play with what that feels like and looks like for yourself. Absolutely. You know, I do a lot of work with women, um, a program called Look Good, Feel Better, and I uh, share with women how to be able to apply makeup and put on, you know, hats and wigs and things like that for women going through chemotherapy and losing their hair. And it is significant. Losing your hair is a significant thing in a woman's life that really they don't feel whole and complete without their hair. So I know how important something as simple as hair is, so we got we got a lot a lot to talk about in regards to hair as well. That's beautiful. Good hair, bad hair, bangs, no bangs. You know, we're even gonna uh, we're gonna even have a conversation with men and how to get men to you know maybe jump in to uh, year two thousand fifteen with some of the more updated styles. I think they're still walking around looking like the eighties at times. <laughs> they might very well be. <laughs> It might very well be. I think my hairdresser friends are, yeah, thumbs up on that one. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, um, I've always been very, very vain with my hair. And as a model, my hair was 
one of my greatest assets. And I'm not kidding if I tell you that probably half of my career and my fortune literally came from hair. And from working with hair products and doing hair commercials and doing, you know, all of the stuff with the, with the big names. And, and your hair can really, truly make or break how you feel it. And it's not, you know, that the cliche of having a bad hair day. It does translate into how you feel about yourself. Oh, it and absolutely does. And our hair does. texture changes. It's color changes. It's, it's, it's dimension. Hair is a mutable, vibrant, it's like a living thing of its own. It, it, certainly ask any woman, uh, my, my girlfriends with, with mixed blood, mixed heritage, with these like really curly or crazy sort of hairstyles, they will tell you their hair has its own personality that is unruly or temperamental at times. Yes, absolutely. So it's, you know, a big topic here. We're going to have some hairdressers on here talking about color, cut, style, uh, what you need to know about asking for some of the services. So we're going to be heading into a break here in just a short bit here, Kristen. But when we come back, I want to talk about, um, you know, a little bit more about the show, but also, you know, what's that representation that you think beauty means to the people that you know and how that's expressed in other ways? Excellent. I think it's a rich topic. I look forward to that. Yeah, good. It's a really good topic. So, all right, stand by, everybody. We'll be right back. This is Bonnie Bonadeo with Beauty Inside and Out. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You know, we're doing this show live right now. We'll always be live Thursdays at 2 p.m., um, but you can also get the archives on iTunes or go to voiceamerica.com to be able to hear any of the future shows and uh, certainly partake with us. Let us know what you want to hear as well. All right, Kristen, we're back. Okay, so I'm really excited because you've had such a wealth of knowledge in beauty. You've had an extensive career around beauty in, in multiple ways. Share with me a little bit about what beauty means to you because that was the question I asked you know, the guys here at Voice America. I'm like, well, what does beauty mean to you? Because how do we, how do we encapsulate such a big topic into a one-hour show? Well, it is a big topic, and it, and it can oftentimes be a loaded topic. I remember that when I was a child growing up, that I had gotten the message somewhere, somehow, that you could either be smart or you could be pretty. But there was really this discrepancy between <laughs> women being allowed to be both. And I hear you chuckling, so there's some, <laughs> some level of resonance with you there. Absolutely. And, and so it became a choice on my part to choose to be smart because I didn't think I was pretty. I was a child who moved a lot with my family, and so I was always a new girl, so I had no concept of what being pretty meant. And so I thought, well, I'll just work on being smart, I'll get good grades, and that'll, that'll be the part that gets me through. And then when I was 12 years old, I was entered into a beauty pageant to my mortification, <laughs> and I won. And it completely shifted my concept about what being beautiful meant. And I suddenly saw that there was this whole other world that I had never paid attention to. And and even as my career progressed into becoming a model and working in Paris and the big cities all over the world and it as it progressed there was there was definitely discrepancy within myself as to owning and allowing that I was that girl. Now, let's just take a moment here for and I'll just step aside. <clears throat> all the things that the top models will tell you, nobody looks like that in real life. We don't look like that in real life because that isn't real life. It is a moment that is scripted to be perfect. You have the wind machine, you have the perfect light, you have the right color, you have the right makeup. Everything is right for that instantaneous second that the camera catches you, and that becomes the moment frozen in time. Mm -hmm. However, we are all movable, mutable things. We smile, we laugh, we have frown lines, we get you know spinach in our teeth, we have to you know, go ups and downs of our daily life. We get tired, we get you know, sweat, we have all sorts of things. So the sense of being beauty is not a static moment. It is ourselves in those moments over the course of time where I began to realize where beauty truly lay. Because if I was seeking to attain a perfection of a static moment all the time, I would constantly be losing because life isn't static. It's always live. It's always moving forward. No, and we're based, we're, as human beings, we're based on emotion. So, you know, yeah. our emotions are in constant flux, good, yeah. bad, happy, sad, all day long. And that's a reflection of how we feel from the inside out. And do I feel good today? Hmm, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And if you keep your mouth pursed in a little sense of like, Hmm. disagreement or tight lips, you're starting to form wrinkles around there, your lips start to get smaller, thinner, you don't have that sense of lusciousness about you. It starts to draw the face in a different way versus someone who smiles and has these beautiful smile lines and crow's feet from smiling. She has a different radiance about her and it, and it shows in the way the face, the muscles conform around that experience over time. Yeah, that is so true. Good. Well, thank you for sharing that. That was really insightful on from your perspective being a model and the representation of beauty. And it's, you know, it, it's there's a lot of 
youth out there that, um, you know, and puberty is a tough time. So I know for all the women that are listening now and that have, you know, young girls and daughters, um, you know, there's there's really this part that we have to we have to be that beauty for them inside and out, and so that they can see what their beauty represents and. Uh, as they're going through puberty and, and awkwardness, um, that they're okay. They're okay, you know? The duck can become the swan, right? Well, it's true, but beyond that, it also it starts much, much younger. And my daughter's nine and a half, and trust me, at her age, she already has this deep concept about makeup and mm-hmm. hair, and she watches beauty do-it-yourself videos and all kinds of things. And, and I really seek to find that balance of her having her self-expression and being able to play with these wonderful, fun tools like nail polish and stick-on nails or, you know, colors for her hair, all kinds of fun little things that would be appropriate for a nine-year-old that does not put her in that category of overblown using it as a way to hide herself. Mm. And, and that's that delicate balance because they are, these children are learning it young and they do see mommy look in the mirror and pull her face and go, oh, God, I look disgusting. <laughs> they watch you, ladies. <laughs> Your daughters watch you and they will mimic you. And if you speak poorly about your sp- and you speak poorly about your body or your demeanor or your, or your vision of yourself, your daughters will learn that as a pattern that they will then emulate, much to probably your chagrin. You would not like your daughter to look in the mirror and feel that way. So do be aware that we as the mothers hold the standard of what beauty feels like so that our little girls, even if they look completely different from us, as my daughter does from me, we then get to each be beautiful in our own way without it needing to be a comparison. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I, I, uh, my day, my real day job is uh, I'm a coach and a consultant and, of course, an agent in the beauty industry. And, you know, these are the stories that we're up against every day. You know, we teach public yeah. speaking and leadership. And it's, it's not that people don't know how to public speak well. It's that they're withholding something that makes them not feel good about themselves. And then yeah. that's a reflection when they're speaking. Yes. Connecting, you know, leading any of those situations. So it's, I totally get that. And sometimes it's surprising to hear how little confidence we have in ourselves. And, you know, one experience can affect us deeply our entire life until we go through, you know, a a proper healing um, process to be able to support that peacefulness and easefulness and joy on the inside. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's, it's quite true that we can have these accumulated little moments of something that somebody said at a particularly vulnerable moment or something that we feel that we lost at a particularly crucial time that gathers up and builds in this proof against ourselves, if you will, of like, see, look, I'm not as X as I was, I'm as valuable as I was, as pretty as I was, as smart as I was. And yet to begin to see that it is actually the accumulation of the wisdom we gain as a result of going through those moments that actually is our true beauty that we then get to share with others. Perfect. And, you know, so when I created the name Beauty Inside and Out, I thought, you know what, I should probably look up and see what beauty really is, like how it's defined. And I was pleasantly surprised because it was just such a moment of uh, alignment and synchronicity for me in it. So I'm going to share that with you. So I'd love to hear. Beauty, the quality, uh, the quality present in a thing or person that gives intense pleasure or deep satisfaction to the mind, whether arising from a sensory manifestation, such as like shape, color, sound, a meaningful design or pattern, or something else, a personality in which a high spiritual quality manifests. 
I like that. A personality in which a high spiritual quality manifests. That's quite beautiful. Yeah, and that really is a representation of when you feel good on the outside or feel good on the inside, you really can reflect and glow beauty on the outside, no matter who you are. It's not about size, shape, color, uh, you know, color of hair, eyes, none of that. None of that matters if you can find that true beauty on the inside. And that's, you know, that's really a reflection of the type of guests that we're going to be focusing on too. So if each show focuses a little bit on the inside and the outside, we're going to have a balance in there. So, I mean, I've got life coaches coming on, spiritual advisors, uh, you know, therapists, people that can really help support that internal process, as well as, you know, practitioners in wellness um, because, you know, eating healthy, exercising, all of those things are a reflection of, of us feeling beautiful about ourselves. And then we're going oh, outside. Absolutely. Going outside big time. We're going to, you know, we're going to have hairdressers and makeup artists, uh, uh, people in the skin industry, uh, doctors, um, all of it. Every opportunity, every treatment, every product you can imagine, we're going to figure out how to be able to compact into an hour show over time. That is really exciting. You'll get a full breadth of knowledge and, and wellspring of a resource that people can actually turn to. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and sometimes we may need to be a little controversial with what's going on out there because, you know, there's, there is an image that is out there that says beauty and it's, and it's attached to judgment. Um, and it's, and it's kind of shameful. It's kind of shameful when it's attached to judgment. So we're going we're gonna to look at those areas too. It, it is true, and I'm glad that you brought that up. I have um, I've worked with a lot of clients in my private practice as well um, with, with that idea of being judged um, and how usually the number one judge that we hold is actually a little voice inside of our head mm-hmm. more than the people outside of us. Absolutely. I was talking with a, I had a coaching call with a client this morning, and one of the things that we shared is that, and people might find this hard to believe, but women in the industry beauty industry in general, which you think is a large majority of them, we still, you know, struggle to be heard, seen, and valued in this industry. And there's this fine line that we have to be liked and effective, liked and effective. And you have to keep balancing and balancing that opportunity of liked and effective. And, you know, there's times that we feel like, well, I'm not going to be liked if I say this. And it, and it pains us on the inside to think, but I want to be liked because that's important to us to, to connect with other people and other women and be liked. But there's sometimes that you have to be effective. And uh, so I think when people think of beauty, they really represent it as women, beauty, makeup. Um, I heard that a lot when I was surveying my friends um, in and out of the industry. When I say beauty, what do you think? They're like, makeup. I'm like, okay, if it wasn't makeup, what else would you think? And then they really had to think about what that meant for them. It could very well be nutrition and that physical exercise, as you were alluding to before, that there are these other ways that we keep that physical well-being. Um, If you are wearing every cosmetic product in the world and your organ function is minimal (laughs) and your, your skin texture is sallow and your hair is brittle, you are not going to feel beautiful no matter how much stuff you pile on to you. So you do want to keep the vehicle, the actual body mechanism smooth and oiled and strong and well-nourished and well-hydrated and well-rested as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, success and feeling beautiful, you know, can go hand in hand. But 
not just represented by the external beauty, you know, because uh, I know there's a lot of like, if you look good, you're going to get the promotion, you're going to get the raise, you're going to get these bigger opportunities. Well, I tell you, confidence is probably the most beautiful thing that um, I see in people. And when I can when I can really connect with people internally, that emotional connection, um, I always see beauty in them when that happens. Well, that's the truth. That's because that's what it begins to emanate. I, I speak with my clients as well about the energy of a person. You've ever been in a particular circumstance and someone walks in the room and everyone turns to look. Mm-hmm. And it may not be because of what she's wearing or because of what she looks like. It's more to do with the energy she's carrying around her. Yeah, It's yeah. like this, this like Glinda's magic bubble around her that when she walks in, and you can ascribe it to her hair, her pretty nails or whatever, but it's usually not that. It's usually this indescribable aura of something lovely that someone carries with you. It's like a beautiful scent that just makes you want to inhale it and be around it. Yeah, And, we're and gonna, that is contagious. Yeah, and we're going to get to the bottom of that in this show for sure. But uh, when we come back from this next break, um, I want to find out some of your favorite beauty secrets, okay? Excellent. Yeah, so let's think about that. Favorite beauty secrets. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Be part of the inner revolution sweeping the planet. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio with Beth Green on the Voice America Variety Channel. And now, also enjoy Beth's channel, Inner Revolutionary TV, on voiceamerica.tv. See inspiring videos about our guests and the inner revolution. Hear commentaries that will help clarify our time. And watch interviews of people who will matter to you. Think outside the box. Watch Inner Revolutionary TV on voiceamerica.tv. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Beauty Inside and Out. I just want to reintroduce my guest with me today, Kristen Eichel. Uh, She's sharing some really great insights about beauty inside and out, and I'm loving the conversation that we're having. I hope you are, too. So, Kristen, we're back, and so I want to find out what is your favorite beauty secret? You know, it's funny. My favorite beauty secret is actually something that's really, really old-fashioned, and yet it is profound, and that is cold water rinsing. Mm. Do you ever take a cold water rinse? I do, yeah. 
Yeah. So in the shower, you know, you get the nice hot water and it feels so good and you feel like your muscles relax. What happens when your pores open, which is great, and you get all the cleansing that you need to do. But if you take a nice cold rinse afterwards and let the follicles of the hair close, sealing in all that beautiful moisture of all those wonderful products that you've used, it closes the pores of your skin and it helps you to retain some of that tight freshness of your skin. And in fact, even in the morning uh, when I get out of bed before I do anything else, I will always splash cold water on my face to wake up and also to just give that skin that little bit of, of revitalization in the morning. And it is my favorite thing to do regardless of anything else. Well, that is a... That is a good trade secret as well, you know, because there's so many people that color their hair nowadays that a good cold rinse can close the cuticle of the hair and it can make the hair color last longer. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you're out there and you, you're, you're having trouble with fadage or color in your hair, then, you know, do that final cold rinse um, to be able to close the cuticle down because the fade will happen when you're out exposed to the elements of the environment, the sun, wind, all of those things will create the fadage. Okay. Yeah, I think that, I think that's a great little tip, and it's easy, and you can anybody can do it anywhere. Yes. It's not expensive. Yeah, that's a that's a free tip. Yeah, good free tip. Yeah. Okay, so you're you uh, you can only take three things with you that are beauty type products, and that's it. Those are the three things that you can carry with you no matter where you go. What would those three things be? A hair elastic, a lip gloss, and a mascara. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if uh, if my hair is down and weird and what have you, if I have one hair elastic, I have a variety of options of what I can do with my hair, number one. <laughs> number two, a little bit of lip gloss goes a long way to keeping your mouth, which is so expressive and, and is your, your sort of connection point of your not only speaking words of beauty, but also connecting to the world around you. We kiss people with them. We're, we're very expressive with our mouth, and so calling attention to a beautiful mouth. And then a little bit of mascara just to wake up the eyes, those windows to the soul, and bring a little energy back in there. Those are my three number one go-tos. They don't take up a lot of space. They're super easy, and, you know, it, it makes a world of difference. Oh, I love that, yeah. Yeah, what would your three be? Well, let's see. Mine would be an, my eyebrow kit. Now, I know you said mascara, but, you know, I have light skin, light eyes, and light hair. And so, you know, ma although mascara does create an eye-popping experience, I found that having brows kind of, you know, arching and framing my face is Definition, far yeah. more powerful than the mascara. So my eyebrow kit, lip gloss was one of mine as well, um, and meditation tapes. You know that would be mm. that would be my piece from the inside. So gotta have mm. gotta have the little meditation going on so I can find that moment to be able to do that. That's beautiful. I I do actually subscribe to meditation. I meditate every morning, and as a yogi, I I cultivate that sense in reminding my clients that when you calm your mind, your body responds, and your body is then going to give you the hormones, the chemicals, those sense sensory experiences of well-being, which, again, naturally is going to lend itself to less anxiety, better sleep, and a prettier next day as well. Yeah. And, you know, I'd love to say the hair elastic thing, but I think my industry would probably be like, Bonnie, I can't believe you just said that. But if I could have my hair in a scrunchie all day long, I, I would be happy. <laughs> Look, I love a big do. I'm all about the big do, but I'm not a super awesome hairdresser, and I love when someone else does my hair, but the fact of the matter is I can do my makeup all day. I cannot do my hair that well. 
So yeah. a good hair elastic can give you a braid and, and uh, you're in good shape. Yep. You know, pull back the pony and, you know, show a little bit more of the face at times or put it up. Yeah, lots of choices in there. Yeah. You know, one of my um, one of my favorite beauty products, and this is this is simple and silly, but it's um, Epsom salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a little bit of lavender. So that's like And what my, do you do with your Epsom? Well, I just take a nice relaxing bath. So, you know, the Epsom salt is good, you know, cleanse the pores, remove the toxins, you know, ease the muscles. So my little at-home spa treatment that I do is I buy a pack of Epsom salts, like, what, 3 or $4? Um, and they even have it now where it's lavender scented. Now, I usually add my own essential oils to it. But, hey, mm. sometimes I just, you know, I'll buy the lavender scented one and I'll soak in the tub for 15, 20 minutes. And, and uh, it makes me, that makes me feel beautiful from the inside out. Oh, I can certainly believe that. I'm a big believer in the mud packs. I love the mud. And you can actually buy, they have this one called Aztec Secret. You know Aztec Secret? I've heard of that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, not, it's like this clay from Mexico. And you add a little apple cider vinegar to it, and you put it, make a paste out of it, put it on your face, and it literally tingles and tightens the pores, but it pulls all the stuff right out of your skin. It's amazing. Toxin, dirt, all mm-hmm. that good stuff. Yeah. Good. Worry. <laughs> Worry. Yeah, yeah. Pull it right out. Wash it off. <laughs> you know, they used to remember the expression back in the day, and this is like in the 50s when, you know, they they literally said that, you know, hope is in a bottle. And mm. so it wasn't necessarily that the actual product in the bottle or the jar um, made significant changes, but when a woman used it, she felt better about herself. So that's where they came from, that expression, hope in the bottle, right? Uh, But nowadays, products in a bottle, the technology of ingredients and mastering the art of what they're supposed to be doing is so significant that stuff in the bottle actually is improving our looks. It's improving fine lines. It's improving, you know, our skin tone and color. Uh, So it's not just hope in a bottle anymore, which is, you know, great to be able to introduce some really fabulous products on this show as well. Well, that's that's beautiful, too. And some of them are actually, if you get away from the the old-fashioned makeup, which would actually be, you know, lead or cancer-causing ingredients in them, you now have ingredients that actually nourish and hydrate the skin and and give it a sense of longevity. I mean, our skin is the largest organ on your body. And if you think about most of the stuff that you ingest or slather on you, would you actually just rub that on your stomach? Would you actually rub it on your eyeballs? Most of it you wouldn't. But you would think differently about it if you addressed your skin as this organ, this receptive drinking in membrane, and treated it as such, you would give it much better quality food. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. So there are some significant advances in skin care, body care um, that, you know, I can't wait to inform everybody on. I can't wait to talk about it. I mean, I'm interested myself. I don't have the answers. I can't wait to ask the questions to, you know, some future guests on how these things are working and what are the results and how long do they last and how much do they cost? <laughs> Well, and that's the fun thing, too. You get to meet with these people who are right on the cutting edge of something. There's only so much any one of us can know at any given time. And when you bring on these wonderful, exciting conversations and topics, everybody gets to be informed and learn more. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and coming from the professional industry, um, you know, we we have a lot of insight 
into this technology, into these ideas and stuff like that. You know, and it's they're kind of considered trade secrets a little bit. You know, we're not always sharing them with the consumers. But nowadays, the consumers, if they're not getting this information from their professional service provider, hairdresser, esthetician, uh, you know, um, dermatologist, doctor, any of those things, they're seeking it out. They're seeking it out yeah. on the web. They're looking at YouTube videos. So it's 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 almost it's our opportunity and it's and it's a must do that we start informing our clients in whatever field that we're in more about what's happening here because they know how to source it if we they don't get it from us and if they get it from somebody else they may not be a loyal client well and there is that there is that approach too of really giving your community what they need in a way that they can trust it and take it to the bank. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. that's very important. And a professional endorsement is always going to have a more powerful reflection of, you know, trust and loyalty in regards to that than, you know, searching the web and getting information because you never know where that information is coming from. But Truthfully, yes, you never do. It could be a 14-year-old and cockamamie, half-baked ideas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'll never forget the story where my son, so I have a 16-year-old son. His name is Devin. And he was about 12 at the time. So this was kind of like the era of, you know, when uh, Justin Bieber kind of wore his hair swinging across his face. So my son had hair like that. And uh, so I came home one day and he says, Mom, I need um, mousse, hairspray, and a pomade. Now, of course, I have all of these products. And and more. And yeah. more in my house, under the cupboards, in the garage, packed away, you name it. Yeah. It's everywhere. And I said, oh, okay. I said, well, where's this coming from? And he goes, well, I just watched this YouTube video on how this guy wears his hair, and those are the products he said I need to have. And I'm thinking, I'm a licensed hairdresser, and my son didn't ever ask yeah. me this information. He saw it on a YouTube video. So I said, well, show me the video. And he showed me the video. And it was just this young teenage kid that had really cool hair. And he, and it wasn't brand specific. He was just using whatever products was on his bathroom counter. And he was showing on this YouTube video how to be able to use it. And I'm like, that's a powerful, informative yeah. approach. And the younger generation are really buying into that and listening to that. So yeah. here's another venue for us to be able to make sure that we're providing the right kind of education and resources to consumers and women um, to make better choices around beauty. Absolutely true. And, you know, a young boy is going to learn more from emulating another young boy than mm-hmm. he is from listening to mom. Oh, tell him of course. To, to loosen his hair, yeah. clearly. I didn't, I didn't so. want to have to admit that, though. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you had the good products to share with him so well, he didn't have to use the yucky stuff. Absolutely. I just went right underneath his cupboard in his own bathroom, and I said, okay, here you go. And he started making it happen. Now, the interesting thing was is that, you know, he had this straight kind of Bieber hair, you know, back in the day. And when he went through puberty, his hair went really curly. And it was like he had to figure out how to manage it all over again. I kind of describe him at times. I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate this. But uh, Kramer and Seinfeld, how it's curly and then it kind of flies up to the top. Mm. And he's got that little bobble on top of his head that's a little see-through, but it's still curly. Um, it's kind of what my son's hair is like. And so he had to kind of almost relearn how to work with his hair all over again now that it's curly. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it's going to change texture. Remember we spoke about that at the very beginning of the show. Hair is mm-hmm. alive, and it will continue to evolve as we evolve. And as our nutrition evolves, it yeah. will change. It will change colors. It will change width and dimension. It's, it's truly, truly a, a magical gift and now he gets to play with a whole new a whole new toy. Absolutely. Well, we're going to we're going to come 
head on to break here one more time, one last time. And then there's going to be an opportunity for us to be able to kind of wrap up some ideas. And I'm going to share with you uh, the book I wrote. is a collaboration book um, with some other women in beauty as well. And uh, what I learned, what I really learned, because, you know, my particular chapter in that book was really relevant outside of beauty, but to really finding that internal beauty for myself. Mm, beautiful. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, it's Kristen. Welcome back to Bonnie Bonadeo's Beauty Inside and Out. This is her inaugural show, and I'm so excited to be a guest on this show because this really does get the opportunity to open up from the inside out. Beauty, well-being, that expansive feeling that we get when we try new products, we get new ideas, we get new tips but then also get to share that with our community. And so, Bonnie, thank you for offering this beautiful show and this opportunity for all of us to get inspired in this way. Oh, thank you, Kristen. And I'm really interested, you know, I want to have shows where we have callers being able to call in. I want to be able to have people email me, uh, you know, like my Facebook page, which is Beauty Inside and Out Show. Um, Respond to me there. Let me know what you want to hear about, what interests you, what you're confused about, what you, you know, you're thinking about investing in in regards to beauty. And we'll get you the answers. We'll have experts on the Facebook page as well um, at given times to be able to support people with those answers immediately with having to wait for another show to happen. Well, it's so important to be able to, you know, connect with audience and connect with your community. And beyond the fact of hosting this radio show, you've also been a collaborator on a wonderful book. Would you just share a little moment about 
what this book is entailing so that people can can also grab a copy of that. Oh, absolutely. It's it was it's called Success and Beauty and it's the secrets to effortless fulfillment and happiness. And I remembered when the collaborator came to me and said, you know, would you like to do a chapter in this book? And I'm thinking, okay, so what's the title? And she said, The Secrets to Effortless Fulfillment and Happiness. And I said, what if at this point in my life I'm at my worst in regards to a scale of happy? You know, I was really going through a hard time. I was struggling. I had just started a business when the economy crashed. Um, You know, uh, everything seemed like it was in flux. There was just a lot of change in my life. And it was, and it felt it felt bad for a really long time. And she goes, well, then I think writing a chapter on <laughs> happiness is probably what you need to do. And I said, perfect. I'm going to write the chapter with the expectation that by the time the book launches, that's how I'm going to feel. That's who I'm going to be. So, you know, it seemed like an easy task. But the truth was, is I probably rewrote it over and over and over again because I kept still staying in the pain of where my life was, where I felt unsuccessful. Um, I felt, you know, that I didn't, I wasn't getting the opportunities that I could have or should have. That did I make the right choice of going out on my own to be an entrepreneur and leaving the corporate world? There was just a lot of those things. And I finally said, Bonnie, just write from your heart and speak from your soul. And my chapter is entitled Beauty Enthusiasm, My Journey to Joy. And I got to tell you, by the time the book launched, I really did find that piece of joy in it. And I have a whole new expression of success. And it's not money and it's not my business thriving. Success for me was that I found that moment inside that said, I'm lucky. I'm I'm extremely grateful and appreciative to every opportunity I've had, good, bad, and indifferent, because it's helped me to be the kind of person I am, and I can certainly now be more connected and insightful when I see other people struggle. And that was the blessing, the blessing in it. And so I just am grateful for that opportunity to have been able to be a part of the book um, and, you know, uh, and contribute, contribute to it from a very authentic and telling way of how down and out I felt during the time of writing the book, but how I found that peace and joy in the end. Well, what's really quite beautiful about that is that you gave yourself the template and the roadmap to follow to create it. Mm-hmm. And you were able to access the place of feeling within you that knew what it felt like to be authentically connected to that joy and success and that sense of prosperity within you as a feeling so that you could then take that feeling, put it into words, and then share that feeling for other people to experience themselves forever in the printed version of the book. And then you got to experience it for yourself as a result. It's a very powerful journey and a very healing journey, it sounds like, for you as well. Personally. It was very much a healing journey. And, yeah, and so I, I would love to share this book because I'm one of 20 women in this book. So it's an expression of multiple uh, uh, success in beauty and happiness mm-hmm. stories. So, and, and if anybody's interested in the book, they can just go to my website, bonniebonadeo.com, and then just click on the success and beauty link and uh, we'll ship you the book. Yeah. So, sounds great. Yeah. It's really good. Well, you know, Kristen, you have been just such a wonderful guest here, and I want to invite you back. Um, so oh, I want so I want you to think about some topics that uh, would interest you and how we can uh, how we can s- source some uh, some great conversation and dialogue together on this and you know one of the uh, next week uh, uh, my next guest is actually another 
um, author, co-author in the book here. Her name is Diana Aiello. She is a celebrity makeup artist, and so I was on the phone with her this week, and she just had such a wonderful spirit um, in talking about how pe- a lot of people think that makeup is very superficial, um, and yet she has such a great story of how makeup really does have this internal element to it mm. that allows people to feel good about themselves on the inside and, you know, something just so simple to the outside. So, yeah, so be sure to listen in next week um, with uh, our guest, Diana Aiello, celebrity makeup artist. Yeah. So Fantastic. what else would you like to share with me before we kind of go to a wrap-up here? Well, I think I'd really like to share that, that beyond the fact that I'm just grateful to be part of this dialogue, and thank you, I look forward to continuing the dialogue with you and with your, with your beautiful and inspiring voices that you're going to be bringing onward. So thank you for doing that and for inviting us all to this forum. And this is a powerful forum for so many people to hear and be heard and to listen. So, so I appreciate that. Um, but beyond that, I really do believe, and this reflects your, your title, Beauty Inside and Out, but that... Um, if you if you speak kindly and lovingly to yourself, for yourself, about yourself, you then offer that to the world around you. You've expanded beauty exponentially. And it comes from that place within, as you were saying before, that sense of rather than judging ourselves, really owning and honoring ourselves and finding those characteristics, those understandings that make us unique and powerful, that is our gift. And we can highlight our eyebrows and we can make beautiful lips and we can change our nail color and buff our skin. And on top of that, when we speak those words of beauty from our heart, from our voice, we have just exponentially added that to the conversation around us. And so thank you for helping to expand the conversation. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for being such a fantastic guest and uh, contributor to the conversation around beauty and making it feel good um, and not superficial. That was my goal. So I think we've accomplished that on this first show. I think it's happened. Yes, yay. yay. <laughs> now, I have some really good friends. Um, I'm a member of Massage Envy. I don't know if you are, but I have some really good friends at Massage Envy, and they're actually going to be a guest um, here this month as well. But they do this really, and I promised I'd share this with everybody. They do this really wonderful event, and it's next Wednesday, September 17th, um, and it's uh, helping uh, healing hands for arthritis. And so anybody that gets an hour massage or an hour facial at uh, over a thousand massage envy locations they uh, donate ten dollars to the arthritis foundation so i'm very excited to talk with them when they come on the show as a guest in a couple of weeks because i think a lot of people think that just you know oh it feels good to have a massage but the healing benefits of a massage so wednesday september 16th massage envies uh, healing hands for arthritis. Make your appointment. They book up really fast. And let's do a good thing. Let's do a good thing for beauty and also contribute to the greater good of some of these foundations that need that need our support. That's a beautiful endeavor. And it's really true. The human touch is crucial. Uh, as a, as a, I'm a Reiki master teacher myself. And when you touch with that sense of giving the gift of joy and of love and of peace and comfort, people really do feel it and respond and you can change their lives. Yeah, that's true. So true. Okay, so you can find me here every Thursday at 2 o'clock, Beauty Inside and Out show. You can email me, Bonnie, at BonnieBonadeo.com. Find me on Facebook, Beauty Inside and Out show. Connect with me. Let me know what your needs are and how we can make this show really serve the greater good of all of us feeling beautiful from the inside out. Because, you know, if you... 
feel beautiful, you are beautiful, and it starts on the inside and it works out. So thanks, everybody, for being here, and thank you, Kristen, again, for being a great guest. Thank you, Bonnie. Have a great afternoon. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.